Welcome to Money in the Air, the music podcast about neighboring rights, the royalties you earn from the public performance of your recordings and the business of music in general. Brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. I'm Andrew, co-founder and chief royalty officer of Royalty. Hi, I'm Gina Deacon. I work for Absolute Rights Management and I work with record labels and artists to ensure we claim the royalty income due to them. I'm Stacey Haber and I'm from Inside Baseball Music Publishing. Hi, I'm Tanya Oliveira. I work for Transparence Entertainment Group. I handle registrations and repertoires for performers and rights holders around the world. Hi, welcome back to Money in the Air, the Neighboring Rights Podcast brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. And today, Andrew, Tanya, and I are going to talk about AI. Hold on to your hats. Tanya, you had questions, didn't you? Yes, I have many questions. I find it fascinating because the metaverse is ramping up in popularity and virtual reality is so prevalent now. If I was creating music using AI, do I own the copyright? Maybe. If you fed your own music into it and said, make me another song based on the songs that I've already made, then yes, you own it. If you feed somebody else's music into it and say, I want to sound like this, then no, whoever you wanted to sound like will own your output. If you just put random notes in that you play yourself, even on your keyboard, then yes, you will own the output. There are so many variations. And the answer is whoever created it and made something original owns it. So if the original article is the prior art that you're feeding to teach the AI, then the prior artists and owners still own it, even if there's a thousand of them and you have to name them all. That makes sense. That's so succinct. Thank you. So I'm thinking about the original creators of the content, in other words, the input. So always thinking, where did this input originate from? You have a bunch of different samples, essentially, going into this AI algorithm. At that point, if you've used a bunch of samples from other artists, from other labels, own some of those recordings, then where does the person that put this all together stand within the mix? So the person that used the AI to create something new is a derivative work. The percentages all kind of work itself out. It's no different if you sit in a room together and write and the pizza guy comes in and says, oh, I'd use the word love instead of like, believes, and you change the word to love. He owns that little piece of it. It's no different if you take a magazine and you rip up the pages and then assemble them in a different order as a collage. You'll own that because you created that. Unless there is something copyrightable or trademarkable in what you've pasted into your collage, then you have to get a license from the original owners of those intellectual property pieces. It's no different than sampling, where you take somebody else's music or composition and you use it and you need to get a license from them. And in many cases, they will co-own the new stuff. They could ask for co-ownership of the new track and be joint labels, or they could just give you a perpetuity license and all the exploitation rights. It'll be down to the art of negotiation if you use something that already has a copyright owner. And then what about the public domain components? So say, for instance, I am pulling a lot of material. Maybe I'm creating some of the notes myself on a piano and recording it. And also maybe I'm using like band noises or drums or bird sounds or any of these kinds of things. How does that factor into who owns the ownership shares? If it's public domain for both the recording and the composition, 
the new alone, the new recording. And I would credit the songwriting as 100% you. And then I'd put in parentheses on label copy, but not in copyright registrations, trad ARR for parts. One of the things though I want to mention though at Sound Exchange is that they're very specific about paying individual creators. So artists, even though that your AI generated music has a specific artist alias associated with it that's tied to actually maybe you or a bunch of people that were involved in creating a, this compilation, they are still needing you to be an actual person. They're not going to pay out yes. an actual AI you like are. robot. You are an actual person. That's like saying they're not going to pay out anyone who used a synthesizer to make a cello sound. It doesn't matter what key you press, whether it's on a computer keyboard, a synthesizer keyboard, an actual piano, you made that sound. You're the artist. Well, that clears that up. Why does everyone think it's so complicated? If you have any questions about who owns AI, give us a shout. Info at ifr.co.uk. And if you think this was a useful bit of knowledge, join IFR, become a member at www.ifr.co.uk. See you next week.